What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up with Mike Orrin and Cedric Ben in the den. And today we got a good one for you, man. We got a fellow female for our Female Friday out of Japan. I want to talk about this girl here, honestly. True, true warrior, still doing it big at 46 years old. Huge. 46 years old, guys. Uh, she's coming off a unanimous decision loss against Marlon Esperanza. But she came off a majority decision win before that against Salem Arena. And uh, that was her first two fights on American soil. And honestly, at 46 years old, this girl can still throw down. Uh, she's still a beast in the ring. Flyweight, she's 19-3-1 with seven knockouts. She's ranked number one out of nine flyweights in Japan and ranked three out of 178 flyweights in the world. And this 5-2, 63.5-inch reach girl is a beast. Uh, Cedric, have you been watching some of the fights? Yes, yes. I was uh, studying this fight with her and Marlon Esparza, who's a very highly uh, high-level boxer herself. Esparza was a high-level decorated amateur. Um, and then she's also, you know, been fighting at the top level as a professional. So for uh, Miss, uh, Fu, Miss Fujioka. Naoko <laughs> Fujioka. For her to be able to perform at that level. And she hurt, she hurt as far as a couple of times in this fight, a couple of good right hands, and she's in it the whole time. Um, like I would have never, if you I would have never guessed she was 46 years old, um, you know, uh, um, still competing at the highest level. Um, shows, yeah, like you said, her tough warrior mentality, and that is pretty serious. Definitely. Naoko Fujioka. Uh, when we talk about female boxing with, with fans of the sport, there are two distinct camps. There are those who accept that some female fighters are incredibly talented women who have every right to box as the elite men. Unfortunately, we have those fans who refuse to even accept women's boxing and seem to call for its banning at every opportunity. Thankfully, though, Japan has arguably some of the most talented, gifted female fighters on the planet. And now that type of fighter who can prove that women can be just as impressive in the ring and uh, as men, we talk about Naoko Fujioka. Um, you know, five this girl, man, you know, born August 18th, 1975, and raised in the town of Osaki, uh, in Japan. Um, you know, she competed as an amateur, and her boxing record was 20 wins with three losses. And as the five time Japanese amateur champion in 2001, 2003, 04, 07, and 09, uh, she now trains at Hatakayama Tekira. Uh, a boxing gym in Tokyo. Uh, the Japan Boxing Commission chose to recognize women's boxing from the beginning of 2008. And Noyoko began her pro boxing career in 2009 at age 34. Uh, she made her pro debut um, September the 15th, 2009, weighing in at only 107 and three quarter pounds and winning by TKO at 127 in the second round. Um, you know, she's she, she's got what it takes, man. And honestly, they, they stand behind her in Japan. And <laughs> She's uh, definitely one of these fighters. You know, she became the first uh, Japanese boxer to be crowned world champion of five different weight classes. Uh, the, you know, and at 46, man, you know, she she's still doing it, man. And she still believes she has what it takes to be in the ring and still perform at those elite levels. Uh, you know, we talked to Sugar, and Sugar says that um, 
we would call this a crone, <laughs> uh, a crony. She's earned that crone's uh, that crone's title. She gets in there, does it big, does some damage, gets out. She ain't afraid to get hit. She's a brawler. Uh, she can definitely hurt, man. She can definitely hurt for sure. And uh, you know, definitely, she is one of these girls that uh, I think we will be seeing her a little more often on U.S. soil. Uh, you know, she's coming off that fight against Esperanza, but you know, unfortunately, it was a unanimous decision loss. But it's only the beginning of her U.S. Uh, her, her U.S. Uh, run, really, right? And honestly, guys, I think you got to get behind this one because at 46, she doesn't got to, you know, maybe too long left in the game. But no. while she's here, she's willing to throw down and and get with it, man. She uh, is, man. It's, it's crazy. Like I said, to to it's one thing just to get in there at at that age. It's another thing to to still be able to to compete with the best in the world. At that level, Esparza is definitely top five in in that weight class, and um, yeah, so it's very impressive. I, I did not realize she was that old. I was just watching the fight and, and analyzing the skills and seeing how how it's a it's a back and forth fight. There's no um, there's no clear winner in these rounds. Like every every single one of these rounds, as a matter of fact, this if this was a more if this was on the undercard, I'm saying this I, like you guys are seeing the same fight I'm watching. <laughs> If this was on the undercard of a, of a of a big fight, this would be like fight of the year. Yeah, this would be like fight of the year. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Fujioka yeah. first started making her name in boxing at the turn of the century when she took up amateur boxing. Although she was well into her twenties when she began fighting, uh, her natural talent was phenomenal, and it took just a few years for her to establish herself as among the very best domestically. In fact, so good was Fujioka as an amateur that she won five Japanese national titles between 2001 and 2009, as well as the national amateur titles that Fujioka was racking up. Uh, she also managed to amass an impressive two, you know, 20 and three record in the unpaid ranks and claim various international medals. Having not taken up the sport until she was, you know, well into her twenties and having claimed her final amateur title in 2009, it's obvious that Fujioka was well into her thirties by the time she finally turned professional. Uh, for many, that would have been a limiting factor for, you know, in any success uh, they would be able to get. For Fujioka, however, it was really, there was no barrier to her skills. Uh, you know, she would debut professionally in September. On the debut, she stopped uh, her opponent. Um, and honestly, after four rounds as a professional, it was clear that Fujioka had serious potential, potential that was on show as uh, she scored her third success, uh, successful second-round stoppage, um, you know, to move to 3-0 and with three knockouts. Rather than continue to defeat low-level opponents, Fujioka would step up significantly in her fourth professional contest, and she took on uh, talented uh Cook, uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck this one I'm trying to pronounce it, but it's Kokiet Jim uh, for the vacant OPBF title, um, who had given both Shinado Go and Imara Sanchez tough contests was no match for Fujioka, who took a very clear decision in what was her first uh, ten round contest. So her first ten round contest after her fourth fight, huge man, that's big things. So guys. You heard it here, man. This girl, she's a true warrior, 46 years old, started her career late, man. Amateurs in the 20s, well into her 30s by the time she turns pro. Five-time uh, national champion, you know, racked up 20-3 and three amateur record. She's now sitting at 19-3-1 with six knockouts. Guys, 
or sorry, seven knockouts, correction. Uh, be on the lookout for her to hit some uh, U.S. soil fights soon, man. And uh, just to let you know, Japan is doing it big. The Japanese got some very good, talented fighters. I've been telling you, we told you yesterday, this is not Tekken Promotions. She has fought on Golden Boy. Uh, she is not involved with uh, Tekken Promotions, who we've been talking about all week. But just to show you, Tekken pr uh, Promotions, you know, founded in 1926. So Japan has very, very deep boxing roots, man, turn of the earliest century, and they've been producing world champions ever since. Guys, you heard it here. Mike Orr at four with my man, Cedric Ben. And you know what, time out, time out. Just to remind you guys again, all, everything that Mike just said, you would have never known. I guarantee you guys would have never known any of those stats, including myself, <laughs> if, he, if he didn't take the time to, to research this only on Talk and Fight. This is the only place where you'll find that. Those you know these these specific details about um, these these fighters that that mostly people you know would would fly under the radar. So you know, thank you very much again, Mike, for taking the time to do that research. You guys, like I said, take take a minute to go look at this fight between between uh, uh, Nioka and uh, Marlon Esparza. I swear, if this was on the undercard of a bigger 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 fight, this probably would have been fight of the year. Not just female fight of the year, but you know, just a boxing general fight of the year. Definitely. Again, in her late forties, yeah, right. at the highest, I can't believe that. Like people, you know, most professional athletes, most professional athletes retire in their mid thirties, mid to late thirties. That's when in in all sports, all across the board, is very few physical sports where you, you know, that's that's around the age. So to to be able to last a decade longer, um, you know, at that, that's that's just crazy. Shout out to Scrapbook Boxing. Thank you very much for. Yeah, for uh, also, you know, I, I just want to let you know that she is from she is from the region that suffered the greatest damage occurred since that uh, during that major earthquake and tsunami of uh, March 11, 2011. Uh, yo, man, just goes to show you that uh, she's a survivor. She's strong, and um, yo, man, we're gonna get to see this girl on U.S. soil, man. She's been on there twice. She's fought in Italy once. She's fought in Germany. Rest of the time, she's fought in Japan. She is the elite top professional female in Japan. You know what it is. You heard it here. Mike Gorad for Cedric Ben in the Den, bringing you these wonderful women from around the world that you must appreciate for their hard work, heart, and skill in that ring, man, paving the way for all these young girls up and coming. So, guys, join us tonight, 7 p.m. on the panel. You know what it is. We'll be joined by Greg Towns, Tim Witherspoon. Uh, I think Sheila Stafford is joining us from Atlanta as well, and probably Miss Sugar. So it's going to be a great uh, great event tonight, 7 o'clock. Guys, come join us. We're going to be talking boxing and what's going on this weekend. Don't forget, Sunday, 11 a.m., scorecard with Cedric Ben. What fights will you be scoring this weekend? Um, what's our main events again? What's our main events again? We have – I will let you know all the main events coming right now. So as we pick this, we have Mangan Pascal. We have Andre – oh, Andre and Parker has been postponed. Sorry, guys, mm -hmm. to let you know that. Um, yeah, we got Mang Pascal. Uh, the 21st, we got Buatzi, Richards, and Alakamunali and Dignam, and as well as Benavides and Lemieux. So we got lots of things going on. Lots of fights. So Buatzi, Buatzi will probably be in the afternoon for us on Saturday, and then Benavides will be at nighttime. 
Yeah, All so right. we got Mangan Pascal at 9 p.m., Benavides and Richard, or sorry, Huatsi and Richards is at 2 p.m., and then 9 p.m. and 10 p.m., we got Alan Kunali and Dignum, and then Benavides and Lemieux. So, guys, we got a great stacked weekend of fights, so make sure you come join us. 7 o'clock, will we break down that, talk about it, talk about all the controversy going on around these fights, and we'll probably make some predictions, so come join us. And don't forget, scorecard, 11 a.m. with Cedric Ben, and join us 4 p.m. on Sunday for the Knockout of the Week Award with myself and my man Cedric. We'll see you next time. Knuckle up. <laughs>